Hi, I'm Joel Gould, and welcome to another edition of NRL.com's Pearls Preview Pod. Uh, we're coming to you from the QRL studios in Brisbane, where I am with, once again, Steve Ranoff. How are you going, Steve? Yeah, good, Joel. <laughs> How are you, mate? Very well. Very well, Steve. Well, big news has just um, occurred. Yes. It's Tuesday afternoon. We're doing this at 4.13 yes. p.m. Sonny Bill is back. He's back. Been a while too, Joel. Six um, years. Six years in the NRL and, um, you know, good on him. Now, depending on how they play him, uh, I don't think he'll, he'll be limited time, um, I think, getting back into it because he, he hasn't, as I said, he hasn't played much of anything at all of late. So, um, it's, it's going to be, I reckon it's going to be a big ask and I'm not, not sure the fans are going to get what they think they're going to get straight away. <laughs> I don't think so. Okay, Steve. Well, it's a, it is a big ask against Canberra. Uh, he's coming off the bench, I guess. Uh, yeah. He will, as you say, get limited minutes. I think this is all about getting him ready for the final series. Yeah, yeah, and I, I hope he's still got him. He, he's, he's such a great player, so um, it'll be interesting. Luke Keery's also back. Oh, that's probably a bigger in for for the Roosters. To be honest, <laughs> having him back, you know, they're slowly slowly getting their full strength back. I think they're that's full strength for them this weekend, and I think pretty sure. Apart uh, from their no, not quite. Or apart a... from their serious injuries, um, but uh, having Luke Kiry back, that's great. Mm. Well, it's a big game, and the Roosters have been so good at just timing everything to perfection. Yeah. I mean, you can't time things with injuries. Sometimes you get injuries, and of course. People like Victor Radley won't be playing any part this year, but no. the, the Roosters have been so good at timing their run. It's uh, it's been quite masterful watching them over the last couple of years actually t- doing that. And and Sonny Bill's all part of that. And of course, uh, the last time he played was in 2014. Um, that's NRL football, and uh, he, he was part of that wonderful 2013 grand final win for Trent Robinson, the first of his three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Premierships as the Roosters coach, what a great record he's got. But uh, we'll, we'll go straight um, to uh, Broncos matters because they're playing first anyway, yes. Steve, on yeah. Thursday night against the Panthers. We've seen um, Tavita Pangai Jr. get uh, sort of sacked and not sacked at the same time. So yeah. his termination's been put on hold for 12 months. He, he basically gets a, a 12-month probation period where he can play and train and do everything. Uh, that's Sorry, he's been banned. He's been banned from playing till the end of the the season with no pay, and then he so, can come back in the preseason and train and and play next year, so long as he observes certain criteria. Does he? I wonder what that means. What does that actually mean, Joel? Um, just through the fact that does he actually means he does he really still want to be there? Um, he he must do. I, I don't think we're hearing the whole story here. Um, Oh, I uh, think he really does want to be there. He wouldn't well, have gone through all this if, if he well, didn't. I mean, His own well, lawyers, what, what, have t- he's ticked off on the conditions. Yeah, I know. But I, I just wonder why. And and then what's come out of the, um, you know, the integrity unit stuff that he was had view with them, where's all that gone? Is that sort of just seeped away? I'm not quite sure that there was much in that, Steve. Wasn't there? Okay. No, I don't, I don't believe there was, but... Look, we'll hear more about it if there was. Yeah. I, I, oh, I, I, think, I, think, I think we should hear about it, even if there was... I mean, you can't you can't come out and re- you know people report on it, and then the public mm. go, "Well, what actually happened?" Then we, don't, but they're very good at the NRL at just not stopping and not saying things, and oh, and the Broncos have been good at that as well. So it's it's oh, I just the the whole dilemma is just being poor for this club and poor for the game. Well, from what I understand, he went to the integrity unit and said that he didn't get certain uh, third parties that he was promised. 
And look, the Broncos have explained that to me. I don't know exactly what Tavita Pangai said, the yeah. NRL integrity, yeah. but the Broncos have explained to me that um, there was nothing in it in the sense that there were some third parties that just never materialised because yeah. of um, COVID. And yeah. also that he was talking about a a, um, a marketing fund payment that mm. no none of the players ended up getting. So yeah. look, I'm going to have to say it's a, it's a big question mark and a mystery to me at this point. I, I haven't. That's what to, I'm saying, Joe. I haven't been able to get to the bottom of that. Yeah. Uh, and I, it's sort of disappeared into the ether, like you yeah. said. But when it comes back to his um, his conditions, he's he's got to do things like he's got to get a job. Uh, he's got to get a mentor who who helps him with the job, get the job. Uh, he's got to stay off social media. He's got to present himself in in perfect, uh, well, in sorry, in in, in good nick, mid November when he comes back for pre-season training. So he's got a lot of conditions. Jeez, he, must, he must love the club. That's all I got to say. Well, he went out of his way to to be contrite, didn't he? Like mm. he, he he really did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just, really did. It, it's just it just to me is a really. Funny situation. It's a bizarre. It's bizarre. That's saga the, that's the word. in a bizarre season for the Broncos. Yeah. It's, it's weird. It's yeah. Doesn't it's, make a lot of sense in one in no. one regard. That's probably where I'm, I'm just coming from. A, from a layman's term, you know, just a simple person, and I'm, so I'm just a supporter. And and it, you know, gee, it's just weird. You know, Did you ever opinion. see anything like that in your day? No, no, <laughs> not at all. No, not at all. Uh, it just it just didn't happen. Those the everything. Everything that's happening at the moment, and I, I, I really thought I'd come here and not comment too much because I've commented so much on the Broncos. But it's just what you're here for. Yeah, Stephen. I know. It just, <laughs> just gets, it just gets better and better every week. <laughs> well, last time we spoke, uh, Anthony Seabold was still the coach. He's no longer the coach. Yeah, that's so he's, right. he's left the club. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's gone up to a farm in central Queensland. Yeah. yeah. That's where he's, he's gone there for a week, a sabbatical some description that was also quite unusual the way that all unfolded um, yeah it's just uh, yeah as you say you know it was inevitable yeah. inevitable oh, wasn't yeah, it it was inevitable it was always going to happen but uh, I just think the way things panned out I mean he was on you know he was on it was a bit of a you know train wreck you know waiting to happen and it, mm. but that's that's been the Broncos all year unfortunately um it's sad to say that, you know, I was seeing Kevy write about it and saying how it's really disappointed him. Um, you know, just from the from an ex-player's point of view, and, a, and you know, we're obviously still fans, even though it might not sound like it. Uh, we still want them to be successful, but there's just so many things happening that you just just put your you know, hands on you. Just, mm. just go, what's going on? Well, obviously he went out of the uh, the bubble and uh, attended a family matter and then was away for 14 days, came back and, yeah. and exited the club. But, uh, look, I wrote a piece. Aside from all the stuff that was going on in the background, social media um, stuff, um, what you guys, the old boys, had said, the, the bottom line was he won 35% of his games. The, the, the team was going backwards. It was a mistake to appoint him and it was the right thing for him to leave the club. And, mm. look, you could say he was... There's not many people go and, and present themselves and say, I want to leave and get a big payout. So you can make what you like of that. The, yeah. the, the, the club said that he went to Carl Morris and said it was time. But the, the, the bottom line for Broncos supporters and, and for that club and the players, in my opinion, is that the right decision's been made. Yeah, with the it's, end of the A line has to be put under that error, the, the, the very short Seabold error, and 
like you said last week, Stephen, you said in your column, they can't make the same mistakes again. Yeah, and that, that's and that's what everyone's going to be looking at is what's the next step and the next step. Well, there's two there really. There's a, uh, I, th- I think the coach will come prior to the CEO. I'm not sure, but um, either or, two big decisions coming up um, for the administration there, and everyone will be watching and waiting. Yeah, well, f- the, the the board hasn't as yet put a timeline on the coach, and and look, you've hitched your wagon to S- Kevin Walters' star, and you've explained yourself. At, very well in, in your column last week on NRL.com why Paul Green's obviously another candidate but it's imperative as far as I'm concerned that the Broncos get their coach sorted out soon because the players need to know there's a lot of players that have got options a lot of players that maybe shouldn't be there next year that the, the, the club doesn't want there but yeah. the, the problem is you, you how can you make a decision on players in your squad when you don't have a coach oh, that's right it's it's right. they're really uh, one but actually one player one senior broncos player said to me that it's like we're in no man's land but, because we don't know who the coach is we don't know whether we're going to re-sign uh we if, and if we do try and re-sign with um the current administration is that going to hold up we don't know who the coach is going to be. It, it just leaves everything uncertain. And the longer that goes on, the worse it is for yeah. the next coach coming Well, in. and that's right. And, and this is what they've probably done really poorly over the past few years and talk about the club is just this prolonged decision-making. Um, you know, we, we went through it with, with the last, you know, the Wayne and, and Anthony. And it's just that prolonging of a situation. It just doesn't, not, does everyone's head in. And most importantly, the, the, uh, the players, you know, like as you said, Joel, they really want to know um, because, you know, it could be one or the other where they go, but see, the club probably might know this, that if one person gets it, they might look for an exit. And if not, the rest want to stay. I, I can guarantee you, if Kevin was named tomorrow, we, we wouldn't lose a player. I think you're right. Oh, without a doubt. I know I'm right. You know, because they all have respect. They do. You know, whether people talk about it or not, all those players have respect for that club, I have respect for the jersey. You can't tell me they're going to have the utmost respect for Kevin Walters as an ex-legend of the club who can coach just quietly. People out there who say he can't, he actually can coach. Hmm. Well said, Steve. Well, we'll see what happens. It's uh, it, Sometimes we've just got to sit back and think what happened between the last time we did this <laughs> yeah, at the Broncos. I know, There's so many other things we could talk about. We'd do a whole podcast on the Broncos, but we'd better move on yeah, because yep. the Broncos uh, are playing the competition leaders after getting beat 58-12 last week playing the competition leaders there's a few bits of good news for the Broncos Payne Haas Isaac Luke and Corey Oates are all in Um, and that's that's good for them it's certainly good to have Payne Haas back I'd imagine and Corey Oates uh, is an origin winger unfortunately for the Broncos Viliami Kikau is returning from suspension Uh, Zaya Yo's out with a head knock and we've also got uh, Appy Corusau as a chance of coming back into the side. But the, the Panthers are red hot at the moment on a massive winning streak. Oh, yeah. The Broncos are on, they've lost seven in a row now. Can't see this going any other way than a oh, Penrith oh, win, really. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to just put, you know, I'd love to say the Broncos could win this. And, you know, on, the, on their day they could. Um, who knows? And um, But, yeah, just in reality, um, they just there's no way. I mean, you know... I think we got a few. Yeah, obviously, having a pain halfback is going to be great, um, but um, it, I don't think that's going to be enough for him to get over the line. No, I can't see it. I, I just can't visualise how Broncos beat P- 
Panthers unless the Panthers are off their game. That's the only way. The, the Broncos have to have the game of the season. Panthers will have to be off because everything's like a machine, a well-oiled machine oh. with the, the, the Panthers. They, Amazing. And, and Cleary controls the pace of the game and the back line's been on fire. The forwards are going well. Um, that The left and the right side attack is good with... Um, Luai and, and Cleary looking after it. It's just magnificent. It, it's um, it's very, I know, because they're the leaders in in this. It's very Melbourne-like, isn't it, the way they, they got the, the team playing, Penrith? Well, they, they put the foot on the throat and they don't take it off. Yeah, exactly. And they do it with pizzazz, too. They really do. They play a really attractive brand of football. I think they're definitely... The Panthers, yeah. Panthers, yeah. The Knights have come off a shocker against <laughs> the Warriors and they're, they're hosting the Sharks... Uh, this is a big game for um, for both these clubs. The Sharks just want to make sure they don't uh, give the Warriors a sniff of a top eight spot. And the, and the Knights have got to be careful too that they don't yeah. s- just go on a losing streak and uh, and end up in eighth position yeah. or even uh, even worse. Although that would be hard to imagine that they could do that. But um, they need to get back on the horse. I do, mate. This is this is going to be a tough match. This is your. Um yeah, you know, I think it's going to a tough match. It was going to be a really good match. Um, look, Newcastle. In saying that, they they must be disappointed. You have got to give it to the Warriors, and we'll talk about them later. But um, you know, they they fell in this little bit of a hole and still struggling, as I say, in parts of their game. Um, you know, played such some good rugby league this year, but especially up against the Warriors last week, they they really struggled. I thought in, in areas of their game and. I think we talked about that probably the week or two before, the same thing. So they really got to get out of that and get on the front foot. They are at home. Um, Cronulla, you know, they're, they're playing okay footy. Um, so that's why I think this will be a tough one. I, I, they're going to be hard to split. Yeah, well, I, I like the look of Cronulla, to be honest here. They get Chad Townsend back, and yep. I think that's a big in for them. Uh, they were far, yeah. far too good last week for the um, the Cowboys. Yeah. So bit hard, yeah, bit hard to judge against the Cowboys, I suppose. But I think this would be a lot more even. Um, uh, look, I, I think out of the two in this game, Newcastle after their past few couple of performances have a lot more. They got a lot more to go to prove out of this game, and hoping they turn it around. Okay, well I'm tipping the Sharks here. I just think Townsend brings he's a Premiership winning halfback, and he brings a level of game management to the Sharks. And they're very good attacking side. <clears throat> that was that was very disappointing. They, they were just awful. The Knights, yeah. they never looked like no. in that game. And that's that's a concern at this this end of the season. Huge game on Friday night at ANZ Stadium. The Rabbitohs are hosting the Melbourne Storm. Uh, bad news for the Rabbitohs, of course, with Latrell gone for the season with that hamstring injury. But Dane Gagai is back and Alec Johnson is back as well. He's gone in, going into fullback. So that's big news for them. Um, the Melbourne Storm uh, unfortunately lost Marion Seve to an ACL, and so Brenko Lee's back for him. Uh, so, look, the Melbourne Storm were very good against Manly, 30 points to six, yeah. defensively outstanding. Uh, the, the, Pappenhausen, oh. Oldham, Addo Carr, down that left side were just um, on just amazing, weren't they? They were oh. really good. They were, and, you know, it's just... Uh, your players like Pappenhausen... And we we'll talk about Smith, and we you know he deserves his own own right conversation. But um, yeah, having Pappenhaus in there, uh, Ken Smith takes a bit of pressure off him. But oh my God, he still controls that whole team, doesn't he? Cam Smith just with the little things he he did on the weekend, and it's just for it's every week 
you get the same thing and very hard to stop. Well, there's a couple of players I really like. I covered that game for NRL.com and Isaac Loomy Loomy, Fijian International on yeah. the wing, he was outstanding. It was his first game and he had a, an outstanding match. And they've got some really good uh, forwards. Chris Lewis <clears throat> in the second row this week and um, Darren Schonig, who's a oh, real beast of a thing off unit. the bench. They're like what a, a unit. Unique kind of a style of a player, but so effective. He really remind, a strong upper body. He mo- yeah, he does. He, he reminds me of uh, Brent Todd. Um, well, his haircut he does. Yeah, he does. But he's probably even bigger than what Brent Todd was. But um, he just uh, I watched him play, and he's just a real unit. You know, having him hitting that line, you know, ten meters out, very dangerous. Well, he is. He's he's more of a shape of an. Like I'm thinking, Alan Can. He's different played Alan Can, but he's got that same upper body strength. Yeah. I noticed when he goes into a tackle, he just. His chest just barrels people out yeah. the road, and he's very strong. And I, I like the look of him actually. I think he's yeah, so got, got something to offer. But back to South, so the Melbourne Storm, well, nothing unusual about all that. You know, the players that come in, like Cameron Munster said to me, it's next man up, they just do the job. But with um, the 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 Rabbitohs, even without Latrell, his well, touches were, were very beautiful, weren't they? Those tip ons, oh, yes, he's got magic hands, and we've spoken about that, but. How about the way that that back line is firing on the back of this oh. forward pack that was so underrated and is now really standing up to the plate with um, Tavita Totola, Jaden Sewer, Bailey Sirenen, Cameron Murray. They're all they're, they're not a big pack, but they're a very formidable one. Oh, now. they're formidable. They're tough. They're workers. And Wayne loves a good forward pack that, that does all the hard work. And I just noticed on the back of that how easy the hazard. Walker was... Making inroads left, right, and centre. So, and that's playing off the back of it. Such a effective pack, and it was just great to watch. I, you know, I'm so happy Wayne's got this team firing. Um, obviously, the last two weeks, and so this is where this is where it's going to make it a really tough match. I think they're going to be hard to split. I, I think still, even though I'll probably lean towards the Storm, um, probably mainly because of Cam Smith is. Um, yeah, rabbits aren't going to be too far out of it. I'm going to tip the storm, but I, I, only because <clears throat> I just think they're they're such a machine, a well-oiled machine. I, I think Souths are going to struggle to play that sort of football again against Melbourne. But I'll say this: that that back line is is so well-oiled. The the storm, the, the Rabbitohs back line with C- Campbell Graham. Yeah, I love Jackson Paulo. He's a young guy on the wing doing a great job. But Walker and Reynolds. There was oh. a pass there, I think Phil Gould mentioned in the commentary, I think it was Phil Gould, said it reminded him of Cliffy Lyons. It was a pass from Adam Reynolds to, to uh, Cody Walker. Yeah. And it could have easily been Cliff Lyons onto Steve Menzies, even oh. though Menzies was a back rower. Just the way it was constructed was just, it was eyes up football. There was yeah, like, and, he, and that's exactly it. Here yeah. came Walker, steaming through. Yeah, and just it, really good to watch, and I love watching that footy. And, you know, Wayne loves watching that footy as well, so... Yeah, I, I see how happy he'd be, but um, just to, to see that, you sort of know they're on song, so they're going to be very dangerous. Yeah, to remind you a bit of football in the 90s. Yeah, do, do they? You know, they're just getting that ball around and their you know, penetration in behind the line. I, I thought just they did it at e- with ease, you know. Okay, you're tipping Storm. 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 Okay. Bulldogs are hosting the Titans also on Saturday. This is on Saturday. Um, Bulldogs are right in that game against Canberra. They took it oh. right to them. Right to them, they did. Uh, unfortunately, for the Bulldogs, they remain in last position. The Titans 
came from behind to beat the Dragons with um, Brimson and yeah. Fogarty in, in electric form. Taylor's doing his bit. And that was a good good win uh, to come from behind like that from the top. Oh, without a doubt. And, you know, the, the um, they'd have to be very happy with, with that, you know. And this shows the grit that they've built down there. Um, Justin Holbrook has built with this unit. Um, that they're confident enough now to, to come from behind uh, and win these games. And, you know, I think he's got this team really uh, tapping along really well. And... Um, you know, uh, there's no reason why they can't keep uh, before the end of the season. They have a few more wins under their belt. Nice inside, like obviously Brimson made the break and Fogarty scored the try. But nice little inside pass from Ash Taylor, who's uh, spoke to him today, and he's he's a lot happier off the field, and he, he wants to be part of this uh, future of the Titans on on it as well. Uh, he's I think he's had about ten tries. I think ten ten I wrote ten tries this when I counted them all this yep. year, which is not far behind Kiri to yeah. be honest. So he he is really lifting and I love the combination between those three and Brimson's made nine line breaks in five games yeah he's coming to his own this year uh, he's been really good to watch Look, looks like he's put a little bit of weight on too because he, he's only he's pretty small but um, that's obviously that's benefited him this year what about the Bulldogs, um, Steve? Uh, oh, they were they close, just, weren't they? They were close. And look, I they, was driving home from the Gold Co- uh, from the Sunshine Coast, listening on the radio that game. Yeah, you know, they they were close, but once again, they just didn't come up with it. Um, just certain parts of their game, they let themselves down. But they they were right in it. I, I must admit, they they seemed to have that bit of steely back in their forwards. Um, Tumari was great. He he, uh, plenty of yards. Um, ran off. Um, he's got the run off in the forwards. That's a strange yeah, thing. That is a strange thing. Um, but he he had a really good game when he got time. Actually, I thought towards the end. I don't know whether he was injured, but I don't know if we saw him towards the last fifteen minutes of the game. He was off, and I didn't see him much in the second half. But he uh, he had a great game for him. And see, Lockie Lewis um, was back in. Um, so you know, he, impressed with his game. Yeah, I was actually. Um, you know he. Yeah, Lockie, can, as I said, can come up with a few mistakes here and there, but um, I thought he had a good game. Okay, uh, the Titans uh, would would love to finish with a bit of a run to, and to assert themselves as the the best Queensland team, which isn't too hard this year, considering <laughs> the way the Queensland teams have been going. But the Titans have certainly been the best of, oh. the, of the Queensland teams, not just with what we've seen on this on the on the competition ladder, but with our eyes. Yeah, exactly. We yeah. see more from them. Yeah, not not just be, yeah, as you say, not just because of the points on the table. It's they're actually playing a better style of footy than the other two, to mm-hmm. be honest, uh, from North Queensland and Brisbane. And look, I, I think um, the Titans will get this one. I think yeah. that they'll tar- obviously it's going to be a target for them to win this. And I think Tyrone Peachy at lock. That's that that seems to be working nicely. I like I like that. I'm tipping the Titans as well. There, I just like the look of them. The Sea Eagles are hosting the West Tigers. Uh, they, these two teams have obviously mm-hmm. fallen away as the season's gone on. The the Sea Eagles just have been very unlike Manly in the last month or so, I must say. And I, I think Des is getting a bit sick of it. He didn't want to make any excuses for their performance no. against the Storm. Uh, he was very quick to bring an end to that press conference. So um, Ruben Garrick and Joel Thompson are both out, so that's a, a bit of a blow for them as well. Um, so Maguire's obviously moving uh, pieces around at the West Tigers. He's moved Dewey from fullback to centre. Moses Mbai has shifted to fullback, um, so he's made a few changes. But he's he's retained Benji Marshall and Luke Brooks in the halves. There's a, a bit of talk about the West Tigers at the moment. 
Um, maybe Benji's on the way out by the sound of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're a funny it, team. Yeah. I, I think I, I look at them and on paper they've you know they've got a fair team even when they do shuffle around a bit. And um, but that have you know their coach would have to be very disappointed in some of their performances. And we can say the same about Manly as well. But um, I just think looking at the two perform, it's very hard to, from the two performances from both them last week to all I can go on is I, I think possibly Des will have Manly toughened up more so to perform this week. Um, I, I really don't know. It's going to be a hard one. Um, who, who wins this game? There's some things about Manly I liked, but yeah. there are a lot of things I didn't like. That Their ball control was awful, especially early on in tackle counts when they had opportunities. They've got to get that out of their game. At, at, at Lotto Land, I fancy, I, I fancy on paper that the West Tigers look in the back line any at least to, to have the edge but I still think Manly has the edge in the in the forwards yeah yeah, no, I, yeah exactly they've, they've still got their forwards I mean they've, they've lost Thompson but um, uh, I, I th- I'm, I'm probably going to back Manly here because you know I hate to be them with another performance um, you know facing Desi with another bad performance okay I agree I think I think the Seagulls will win this one as well <clears throat> both sides almost need well, they do need oh. miracles to make the eight. Yeah, they need to win all their games and hope. Cronulla yeah, it's just gone. It's league. just gone all awry for both of them. I mean, probably Balmain. I mean, the West Tigers haven't. They got the less excuse. Manly have had. They've been injury prone. You know, they've lost their number one player, and he's been out. He's still going to be out for a while. So, um, but West have pretty well had their main team all year, but they just sort of dropped away. Mm. Well, we're not we're not the coalface of West Tigers to know exactly what's going on there, but there's obviously um, disappointment mm. within the playing group and with the coach as well because he, he he was expecting so much more, and once again they flattered to deceive. Yeah, West Tigers they always start the season okay and then peter away and end up finishing in that uh, ninth position often, and they, they could well do so again. Although their draw is very difficult, so they're going to find it tough uh, to finish in ninth. The Raiders are hosting the Roosters in the game of the round, I would imagine this is, considering it's last year's grand Very final fine, rematch. Yeah. And the big news, as we've already mentioned, is Sonny Bill Williams in on the bench and Luke Keary back at 5'8 against a Raiders side that just, when it needed to, clicked into gear. <laughs> it, it took the sim-binning of Tom Starling to, to, to get them going, but it was Jack White, who's been their best player last few weeks. He was, he was great the week before. And he was outstanding again. Oh, he was. And, and he took the game by the scruff of the neck, didn't he? When it when it was on the line and someone needed something, he provided. And that's exactly what's asked of him from from Ricky from a coach's point of view, because so close to that line, he's such a big, strong unit, um, very hard to stop. And in both of those tries, that's a typical Jack White and play. And Ricky wants to see more of that of him, um, just to get there and um, back himself uh, on that line. He did that, and he got two tries and. I, the only thing I noticed with um, Canberra, they they got on a bit of roll, different parts of the game. They they got a little bit overconfident. I noticed a bit of uh, you know, uh, Croker did a, a back flick that missed missed the winger and went in the touch. And there was another loose pass. So R- Ricky would look closely at those things and go, look, when you when we're dominating a, a you know point and part of the match, we got to keep the hammer down. We can't get cocky and um, throw these you know 
uh, fancy passes and I think there's a couple of little things you'd be disappointed in but outside of that they were great well they were and there's, there's so much riding on this game they're both on 22 points yeah. um, the Roosters are in fourth and they have a far superior for and against the Raiders I think if the Canberra Raiders lose this game the Roosters are looking very good for a top four spot because yeah. it's, it just gets harder when you it's almost like they go two wins ahead because of the for and against as we're getting close, yeah. yep. closer to the end so um, it's a huge game, particularly well for both sides, but particularly for Canberra if they want to finish in the top four. I must say the Roosters, I think, weren't even at a, a top gear when they beat Brisbane last week. Um, Tedesco's starting to look ominous. Nothing surprising. Uh, Satili Tupanua, I mean, he, mm. he was just outstanding for the Roosters. At well, he has road. been. Oh, he hasn't been any different, really. No, he just made, he ripped the Broncos a new one there yeah. with his, some of his runs and Isaac Lou just bumped off Joe off hand Garway like he wasn't there. It's just... I, I think... The, the Morris twins schooled the Broncos, yes. their, their opponents. There's yeah, no doubt about that. Yeah. They're, they're two, good, two good outside backs. Probably, you know, they're still, you know, um, arguably still two of the best outside backs running around in, in the competition at their age. And I think with Kiri back, I, I'm going to back the Roosters here. I, I just think that sort of completes them. Um... I think with Kiri back, I think that'll that'll all go well for uh, Tedesco to you know bring him into the game a bit more. I'm going to tip the Roosters too, Steve. Um, I, I think they're they're humming along now, yep. and they're on their way to a top four position. Whether they can get into third, I, I, the way I see it is, I think Penrith's going to finish first. I think Melbourne will finish second. It's going to be very interesting if the Roosters do win this game. Then I think they can eat, they could run down Parramatta. Imagine yeah. if the Storm hosts the Roosters in the first prelim. <laughs> so, sorry, in the first final. First final, the yeah. final, that'd be something. But uh, we move on to the Warriors uh, hosting the Eels, who've started to look a little bit shaky yeah. of late. They, they were very disappointing. They got hammered by South Sydney, thirty-eight. Um, was it thirty-eight to nil? Yes. The Warriors had that wonderful win over Newcastle. They punished them. So um, the Warriors are clinging to a bit of a slim hope here of making the eight if they can win the remaining four games. Look, Joel, there's no reason why they can't win this match. Um, I just watched the way they're playing. They're playing some tough footy. They, you know, their forwards are stepping up. Um, I'm trying to think of the name of their, their well, the Parramatta replacement forward who, who's actually with them. He's playing against his old team. Um, Daniel Alvaro. Alvaro. But he's not he's, he's not allowed to. No, so oh. that's part of the deal. So George Jennings and Alvaro can't uh, now, play against. Well, he, he's been, he had a great game um, mm. from him. So that they'll miss him, um, I think. And um, but you know, I think two but, of us as Sheck's been. Well, how know, good was he? How good was he? <laughs> it's just he's so good to watch when he's on fire. He's on fire. I mean, he, he makes meters every week. But he was exceptional last week. Just his individual um, play. Um, so. Whether or not they're going to be good enough to beat Parra, I think they'll target this as a possible win just through the fact that Parramatta weren't that great. Well, were woeful, I thought, uh, last week. They just didn't seem to... They, they sort of dropped, the, dropped their uh, bag at the moment. It's hard to tip the Warriors in this, yeah. in this game, but I, I'm going to tip them. I, I just think... Like well, it's I, next man up. Like Munster said about Melbourne, it's been the same for the Warriors, and they're in this situation yeah. where they're together in, in camp uh, away from everybody and they, they, they've bonded beautifully and um, I mean Jared Beal comes in on the wing I mean that's not a bad that's replacement not a bad, yeah. 
Jack Murchie um, is in um, the back row. So, I mean, the, and Josh Curran and Isaiah Papali'i on the bench. So it's still, like, it's still their strongest team, but yeah, the, yeah, the exactly. guys are doing the job, whoever comes in. Oh, well, how good's Cody Nicarima? Yeah. Um, you know, playing off the back of those forwards. If they can keep that mongrel in them, which I think Todd Payton can, I'm, I'm going to tip the Warriors in, in a time. And I just think Parramatta are there for the picking at the moment. Um, they just they just lost a bit of confidence. Mm. I'm going to tip the Warriors as well in, in what I can imagine will be a tight, tight match. Okay, um, the final game of the round on Sunday is the Cowboys versus uh, the Dragons. There's not a lot riding on this game, but both... Dragons, very disappointing last week. Threw that game away against yeah. um, the Titans. The Cowboys, um, well, they're just in a world of hurt at the moment, and even more so with Michael Morgan out with a calf injury. And Jake Clifford's come in for him. The Hammer's back from a hamstring strain, so that's good. Gives uh, Valentine the chance to go back to fullback and drink water to 5'8". There's so many changes in this uh in this Cowboys uh, lineup, in positional sense, you, you'd like to think that that would play into the Dragons' hands, have at least retained some semblance of uh, stability in their, their their lineup. Yeah, look, I. I well, it's, I it's, it's in North Queensland, though. So. Yeah, that that is that is a bonus, but I, I still think um, the Cowboys, as you say, they've been like that all year um, with changes um, across the park. They just haven't been playing decent enough footy. St George are a lot probably better than what. Uh, from the result last week, to be honest, um, I know they they end up getting mowed down, but um, I just think St George on paper, they, if they come out and play their game, they're, they're gonna they're definitely gonna do the Cowboys. Mm. Well, there's a few games that just not a lot riding on, except no. uh, players uh, doing their club proud and and possibly playing for for new deals as well. Uh, lot lot um, f- with both these clubs, they're gonna get new coaches yeah, uh, for next right, yeah. year. Uh, so, uh, well, you want to be performing um, towards the end of you know, the season, especially as you say, with new coaches. They they don't know who that's going to be, but um, you know they want to impress. Well, it looks like Todd Payton. Well, he yeah. hasn't been officially announced no. as of at this moment, as we're speaking now. It could be by the time people listen to this, um, but uh, he, he's um, he's on track definitely for the Cowboys um, position. He's been there before, and he's done a great job at the Warriors. So he, he's. I guess when you talk, you talk about someone earning their right to, to, oh. to be head coach, what he's done this year with Amazing. the Warriors has really put him in a great position to, to get that job. Well, the Warriors, you know, if they don't even, if they don't make the eight, you know, someone was talking about him, you know, still being coach, you know, possibly coming in, it's doing enough to get coach of the year. <laughs> just, just the way he's turned it. <clears throat> Team around, it's just—it's been amazing how he's pulled them together. Yeah, I think personally, uh, Steve Ivan Cleary is the coach of the year. Oh yeah, yeah. He's, he's taken the Panthers from where they were last yeah. year, outside of the eight, in into. They yeah. were outside the eight last year, weren't they? Yes, yes. they were. So minor premiers, well, he's taken the them to minor pre- <coughs> on track for minor premiership. But I don't think you can go past him, really. No, I know, but I, I but, think but Peyton to be number Peyton, two, number two. What I he's guess. done, you know, with, in all that diversity. Um, you know, with that club, um, it's just been a really good effort that'll be talked about for a long, long time. You know, it will. Hopefully, yeah. it's a springboard into something, into a yeah. brand new era for the Warriors. Something special. Oh, without a doubt, and something we've been sort of looking at for a number of years. Well, it's great to see the Panthers doing so well. Too. Oh, it is it's, too. It's just, it's just excellent. I, I've got a feeling that they're going to be in the grand final. 
I don't, I don't see any signs of mental. I don't see any signs of mental weakness or dropping no. their bundle. Like, I'm not saying Parramatta has mental weakness or has dropped their bundle, but you, you can see they can be, they can be get a bit flustered if things don't go their yeah. way. I, I don't see that with Penrith. No, Penrith, they just keep rolling forward, obviously, um, with their forward pack. And, you know, it, as an opposition, if you know, I can imagine what you'd be saying. You'd, you'd be targeting. Um, Cleary is his own man, but you know, someone like Luoy, he'd be a target in a, a team that I'd either coach or be coached by because you think, you know, he's one that could... But he, he just keeps performing as well. He's full of confidence, um, but he'd be the one I'd be going at. But I'm sure everyone else is saying that. Haven't been uh, able to do it yet. Haven't been able to do it. And that's the thing. There's something about them. They're just oozing this confidence and no one's been able to get to them. Mm. They play such an up-tempo style of football. The forwards do such a great job. Yeah. I think it's very hard to yeah. to, to, to target. And like Cleary looks like he's got as much space as... Well, he's got the, all the time the, in the, the world. The best players we've seen. Yeah, without a doubt. That's a, that's a hallmark, isn't it, of great players? They oh, have time. Time. He, he, yeah, he's just calm. And, mm. and obviously that's from the platform his forwards are setting. Yeah, well done, Ivan Cleary. I must say, he's done a wonderful job uh, with the Panthers. And um, I know some people will be very happy, like uh, Scott Sattler. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be very happy with what they're doing. Oh, without the a doubt, you know, and, um, you know, they, they deserve it. You know, they've um, been through a lot, I think, out there, out at the. I noticed the, the stadium hasn't changed much. I think it's still the same when we played there. They've got to do something about that. <laughs> <laughs> I used to live near that stadium for a short while. It hasn't changed, In, in, Preston, in Preston Street in uh, Penrith, I used to go over there and watch, uh, I think I've mentioned this before, but I uh, watched yes. Greg, Greg Alexander carve up St George one well, day, Randy. and I was very disappointed with that. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I don't think much has changed at that stadium, so um, maybe if they win a grand final, they might get a bit of coin and something they might like it the way it is well steve i haven't been there in many years so i don't know if doesn't look doesn't i don't look know if what you're saying is right to be honest with <laughs> no, anyway. i just I think look at what i would look at it see on tv okay very much the same well anyway thanks steve for your comments uh, and um well we might have a i don't think we'll have a new broncos coach by the time we talk next week i don't think the no. wheels don't turn that quickly at the broncos no it's a bit chunky isn't it i don't know what happens here um they're good at playing the game so we'll just expect the expected <laughs> no, nah, it's a bit much to expect a coach in the next No, nah, I know, mate. But yeah, um, yeah. It, it, yeah. we just got to wait and yeah. see what happens. Okay, Steve, thank you. Thanks, mate.